0: There's a first Intro music before people talk in That's right We're going old school Do you have an intro, Joe? Because I, I don't Hey,
1: here's an intro My name is Joe This is Jason Hey um, Our podcast is called Just Be Cousins Or JBC We are brothers from different mothers But the same grandmothers Yeah, her name same is
0: grandmother. Grandmother. Her name is Nettie Penny. I think they called her Penny, too. We had a step-grandma named Betty. Yep. Boom. Our grandpa yeah. did uh, did not wander far from a thing. See, I did it different. Usually we say something right during the pause there. You know, the little break. Yeah. This time we didn't. In the same way the that
1: suspense we, was killing me I thought you were gonna do
0: something cool and then you dramatically did not no we didn't start with me babbling we didn't we went straight forward to music and then turned that suspense thing there nothing hey can I tell you a story
1: yeah very, I was gonna say that Nettie I was gonna start rapping because Nettie rhymes with Betty yeah and it, I was gonna do like the grandma rap but cool. then I realized that that was a really bad idea
0: yeah because it also rhymes with Teddy and there's no way you're gonna get around that' there's, just, there's no way yeah. If I'm, t- if yes. I'm
1: freestyling.
0: Oh yeah. You're going to get, you're going to get, you're going to get depraved. If I'm as dope as I want to be,
1: then yeah. I'm going to be rhyming Teddy. I'm going to ask if you're ready for Nettie and Betty.
0: Yeah. In Betty. Yeah. Betty in, in Betty. Were Nettie you gonna, and Betty. You're Not probably I mean going to rock Betty. steady. You're going to pull out your legs. That would be pegging. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's a story. Um, this is true. Okay. Um, I'm driving home and the street I'm on goes across a street that in our part of town <clears throat> is known for its uh, professional ladies. Now, I have on more than one occasion and I will continue to do so saying that I don't have a problem with those ladies. I wish that they could work, work in a safe environment. I think they should be protected the way other workers are protected, but they do a job. Anyway, I totally agree and and this is this is there's a jack in the box in this
1: neighborhood. There is, but not at this location. Yeah, that Jack in the Box is the okay. 12 miles away. You but brought right. up the street before, I think. And, yeah, and, yeah. and in my mind, I associate it with Jack in the Box.
0: Yep. And that's, I'm that's, just saying. I, that, uh, and that is an accurate thing to think about. There's also a Taco Bell on that street and a bunch of other stuff. But anyway. Um, sure. I see over. I'm on a red light and I'm on the right side of the road and I see over to my left uh, a lady. Now, I can only see her from the shoulders up because there's cars blocking my view. She's got a an attractive face, youngish, right? I'm thinking 20s. She got long, uh, straight blonde hair. She's got makeup on, but well, not too much. I mean, she's got makeup on, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it, from what I can see from her shoulders, it looks like she's wearing a, a a really nice sweater, right? What I'm trying to tell you is there was, what went through my mind was, I see a single woman on this street. My first thought is, oh, prostitute. But this did not look like from the shoulders up a prostitute, okay? But then hmm. the car moved, and I could see all of her. Her shorts were so short, most of her ass was hanging out. Now we're talking drop and separate the cheeks, okay?
1: Got also, it.
0: she had on incredibly high heels, like very uh, inappropriate for walking around, which is ironic. Okay, so I decided she was, in fact, a prostitute. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, but then... This dude walked up on the other side of the street. He was going to walk across the same crosswalk she was about to walk across. They were going to pass each other. And you know what she did? What? She put on a mask. She put on a mask, Joe. She put on a cloth mask so that she did not have to breathe the air or he did not have to breathe her air. Do you see what I'm saying? If, If... If prostitutes who I do, it's 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 a little confusing. Here's a person whose profession, unfortunately, is associated with and there's some justification for this associated with uh, an element of disease, an element of 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 uh, lack of cleanliness. Right. And again, I'm not blaming. Let's
1: let's face it. If it's if you're transmissible, well, let's, you know, look, sexual intercourse is a good way to
0: pass on. An illness. Okay. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take what a you virus, said, a bacteria. I'm going to take what you said, and I'm going to support that by saying you are correct. That is a, in fact, it's a great way. If I'm going to get an illness, I want it to be via sexual intercourse, not because some shithead breathed on me on a crosswalk. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and there I, was this maga hat wearing old lady that
1: looked like the fucking Wicked Witch of the West, and she was like sneezing on jars the other day, and I swear to God it was on purpose. Oh, yeah, and of course it I is. would rather not get a disease from her. I would no. rather get a disease from sexual intercourse with, say, Zoe Deschanel.
0: Yeah, exactly. If if. If you went to a I'm not saying daughter, that she's diseased.
1: No, she's don't, uh, don't I don't get know. get me wrong here. I'm just saying that would be a better method. Well, I'll tell
0: you what, of, if she is illness diseased, transmission. No, you're <laughs> absolutely you. right. If she is diseased, that's not any it's not my business. And I don't think right. any less of her in any capacity. I don't know where she got the disease. At. Hell, if she told me before she had sex with me, she's like, I'm gonna give you this disease, and I got it by going into an African jungle and beating primates mercilessly with a cricket bat, and their blood splattered on me in that sock of these. If that's what she told me, I might think a tiny bit less of, of her. But I, but in that scenario, I'm about to have sex with her, so I'd probably get over it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're
1: both married men, so yeah. so it's not gonna know, happen. That's why it's, it's, not it's, all, it's off the table. <laughs> yeah, you know. But Zoe Deschanel. I've just to to qualify the Zoe Deschanel. Thing here, the yeah. fact that I even brought her up in the context of sexual intercourse yeah. is, she is one of my quote unquote girlfriends. You know, couples oh, have know, yeah. stupid like what what do they call it? Like the hall pass. Yeah, like a, couple, a, a, a list, celebrity or two. Yeah, where like if 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 she propositioned me for for sex, technically, Laura would allow me to. Right. Of course, I wouldn't, and it's all a joke. And, right. And, I'm serious about that. Right. But, you know, hers is like Idris Elba yeah. and Tom Hardy. And, yeah. I, you know, I got Zoe Deschanel. Um, actually, that's the only one I can think of right, right. now. I had another no, one. Saying,
0: that list is is interesting because, okay, I don't think this is how my wife would react. And I, I don't think this is how your wife would react now that you guys have had a baby. But I can imagine in my head in an early part of your relationship – you coming home and she's saying, hi, honey, how was your evening? And she's, and she's you say, Zoe Deschanel asked me to have sex with her. And she said, you know, she goes, no, I don't believe you. And then you would, like, pull up a, your cell phone and you show a video of her saying, hi, Joe's uh, wife. Just so you know, I actually did ask him to have sex with me. And he said no. And she would punch you. Your your wife would punch you in the arms. Why didn't you do it? What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's what I imagine. I don't know. I, oh, I
1: think if... if if any of these scenarios, Idris Elba, Tom Hardy, Zoe Deschanel—if this any of this actually happened—I mm-hmm. I can't even predict how I might actually respond. It's it's all in theory. Like, you, yeah, go for it, Idris Elba. That's great. Actually, I might collapse in tears and jealousy and envy. Yeah. I, I I don't know.
0: Well, obviously, if if your wife cheats on you, you're gonna feel bad. But I kind of am thinking that, like, if she's gonna cheat on you, it might as well be somebody like Idris Elba, right? I mean, if she cheated on somebody who was like like uh, Steve Buscemi, you'd be like, really, fuck, why? No, you know what? You know what? Sorry, he, even he would be. you could see like, okay, he's he's a very talented uh, writer director. Actor. It's funny
1: that you bring that up. My wife, I think, has a little crush on Bush. Okay,
0: okay, so that wasn't a good example. But you know, some slob down the road, right? Well, he's like, not conventionally handsome. I see. What right? You're saying. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm getting. At. Whereas Idris Elba, hell, if I slept with Idris, Idris, Idris Elba, is Elba my wife would be like, "Okay, I understand." Stunning yeah, specimen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: If, if, well, if, and again, yeah. I, I would just. I think I'd feel okay if Idris
0: and LP just kind of let me join in. Like, that's what I was going to say. Like, or I was like more manly at the, on the sidelines. Yeah, take photos, something, have some participation. Yeah, if my wife is like, hey, bring um, them lemonade or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome.
0: Dab the sweat off of Idris's brow, yeah. maybe something <laughs> with, like with that. A fresh towel. <laughs> I don't know. I like that. That's pretty good. Oh, man. I, could, do you think that you could turn that into an insult? Like you could go to somebody and say, you know what kind of man you are? You're the kind of man who would bring lemonade to Idris Elba if he was fucking your wife. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I have to say it, that that kind of voice, but.
1: I like that. I'll would, I would work on that. Yeah, work on that Anyway, one.
0: enough about fucking
1: my wife. Well, yeah.
0: Uh, Let's talk about uh, Yanni. Have you seen pictures of Yanni lately?
1: I'm guessing that he's getting a bit older. He, I, I he have hasn't. not.
0: He How old is Yanni? I think 180? he's like eighty something. I could look it up, but here's the thing. Um, today, uh, my son was like, "Can we listen to really shitty kid music?" And I was like, "No." He said, "Can we listen to some really crappy podcast that tells stories of little kids?" I was like, "No." He's like, "Fuck you, dad." I was like, "You know what? For saying that, uh, Alexa, play Yanni." And it started playing some Yanni. And I gotta tell you, I listened to the whole fucking album. I'm 48. And I listened to it. And so just now, listener, before Joe came on, I decided it would be funny if when he hits me up on Skype, Yanni's already playing. So I want to tell you two things. One, Joe figured out that it was Yanni. So think whatever you want about that. And two, looking for this song, these songs by Yanni. I found pictures of him recently. He he hasn't aged and he shaved his mustache and cut his hair short. He's a good looking dude. He's no Idris Elba. But he's a good looking dude. You should look him up. Yanni. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and Yanni, by the way, it, it's not so amazing that I that I did guess Yanni. There were some hints earlier in the day. Oh, well, um, yeah, yeah. You know, my first two guesses, <laughs> I think, because immediately I was like, ooh, that's Trans-Siberian or- Orchestra. Right. You immediately said no. I, I immediately was like, uh, I fucked up because there's not enough, like, 80s hairband guitar. Because if you listen to Trans-Siberian Orchestra, it's a bunch of, like, classical music, but it's also, like, yeah. glam rock, yeah. guitar solos and shit. You're right. I really, really like it. And, and, I've, <laughs> and I've, descri- <laughs> I've described on this show that I've been to see them in concert, and that's one hell of a spectacle, mm-hmm. especially if you're into kind of 80s glam rock shit. They take that very seriously, and they layer uh, classical Christmas music uh, behind it. Along with scantily clad, wonderful opera singer, dancers slash strippers slash violin players that get
0: (laughs) dancers slash strippers. And they're like
1: running half naked. While playing the violin, while singing opera, and I swear to God, at the end of the show, one of these women got on a fucking UFO, and the UFO took <laughs> off, and it was fucking amazing. And it was a—that's a Christmas show, you know why? Because yeah. every single fucking show from Trans Siberian Orchestra. Is yeah, a it doesn't Christmas. matter. They could sing Born I've, in the they, USA. What on was Fox I July. talking about before this came up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, guessing Yanni. That hey, was my I, I guess, quick? and it clearly yeah. I was wrong. There was not enough guitar rock in there. And then I what was my second guess? It was John Tesh. Don Chet, which John Tesh. Which is pretty Tesh. fucking close. It was, I, yeah. I would say if, if we did a game show where it was just guess which one of these is John Tesh, like if I played a song and I was like, listen, Tesh listen. or Yanni? fucking call it now. Yeah. Tesh, Yanni. There's no way. People, it's pretty fucking close. I John think Tesh, fans- Jon Yanni have yeah. some
0: stylistic overlap. They do. I think some fans would be able to, like a hardcore Yannite, is that what we call their fans, would be like, oh, no, come on now, it's Yanni. That's- Yannophile. Yeah, Yannophile. There you go. And a Tesh, would be like, that's fucking Tesh. What the <laughs> hell? Right? Although I, do, I doubt that people who love John Tesh say fucking. I mean, they- there probably do. Maybe there's one or two. Like if you slam your finger in the car door, they're like fucking hey. But I just don't imagine somebody sitting down and saying, "I'm gonna listen to some fucking John Tesh." That probably Mm-mm. doesn't happen. But you reminded me of something. One, two, three. Um, mm. how many things you remind me of? Oh, what's that? Um, what's that parody uh, glam rock band that isn't a parody glam rock band? Steel Panther. Uh, Steel Panther. Mm-hmm. And if a listener, if you haven't listened to Steel Panther, please go do it. Because uh, if you're a listener, then I'm going to assume that you uh, were alive in the 80s and that you listened to glam rock. And I say glam rock. I'm being a little bit pejorative, but I, I shouldn't be. We're talking, you know, um, Motley Crue, uh, uh, Quiet Riot. Um, who did Round and Round? Rat, right? Poison, right? Rat so, with two T's. Steel Panther plays that kind of music, but they play it today. They look like those guys did, and they look like it today. And their songs, the lyrics are hilarious, but these are some really talented musicians. And Joe, what I want to have is them play with Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I think that would be a marriage made in heaven. I mean, uh, Metallica played with the San Francisco City Orchestra, right? So why can't fucking Steel Panther play with... Trans Siberian Orchestra. Oh. I tell you, they would love stripper slash dancer slash violin player slash opera singer running across the stage in a bikini, and jump on a UFO. That is their shit. That's what they do. Oh, they would love it. See, and
1: that's the thing. Steel Panther is great because not only do they take glam rock very seriously in terms of. The musicianship, yeah, the, the the style of music and the performance of it and everything, the yeah. entire culture around it. They also understand that it's absurd, and yeah. they they really, they really exaggerate the yeah. absurdity of the music while paying homage to it. Yeah. <laughs> and most of the lyrics of the songs that they write, they play a bunch of glam rock covers. If I, under, if I understand, I haven't but seen a lot that. of the a lot of seen, those yeah. songs that they write are are. It's all around sex. Having sex, mm-hmm. hitting on yep. girls, fuck yeah, yeah, and uh, and so I think that if they if there was a the Trans Siberian Orchestra, um, with Steel Panther, like if they if they intermingled that band and made it into one band, yeah, it would all have to be sex related instead of Christmas related. Well, it could and be, I think no, what it they should both? call it. Yeah, hold ahead. on, I figured out a name, and that is Transvaginal Orchestra. <laughs>
0: I think that would work. I think that would be great. No, they can make sex and Christmas go together because Christmas is about the birth of a baby. You can't have births without sex. Now, apparently they did. There was one time when a kid was born without there having been sex. But they could find a way to work it in, right? I'm sure they could. No pun intended. I mean, I'm sure they could (laughs) figure it out. They're gifted individuals. But anyway,
1: now now the internet you can you can find a lot of information on the internet. I'm starting to think because my I went to this show, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra many years ago. It's yeah. been a long time now. and I'm starting to doubt the if there was actually a UFO at the end of the show. <laughs>
0: That's the part you're doubting. <laughs> Sorry. You know. Hey, the the stripper opera singer dancer violin player was for was a, real. Yeah.
1: There but was, the Yofo scantily clad stripper dancer like ballet dancer wait an opera ballet violin how much talent can one person have that's not fair she was literally exploding with talent because you, the fucking ufo was shooting fireballs do at ever, her. And then, but she ju- then she jumped on the ufo and the ufo took off do you ever look down at your great big- I, it just sounds so absurd but i I just wonder if I'm having false memories. No. Can't we look this up and kind
0: of see I can what some see of the if, features of Trans Siberian Orchestra can shows if I can are? Because I want to, yeah. I want this verified. I can look for it. because the only thing I've ever done with Trans Siberian um, uh, Orchestra on YouTube is that one uh, Wizards of Winter song where the lights on the person's house goes with the. The, uh, what? Do you yeah, call
1: it? yeah, because people set it up with their um
0: little light shows, the yeah. Christmas
1: light shows on their houses, right? So here's a guy dressed like uh, here's another thing you might not know about Trans Trans Siberian Orchestra. Yeah. It, it's on their albums too, but they always have a narrator yeah. with like a super yeah. deep voice that yeah. tells some weird Christmas story you know. in between the songs. <laughs> and I, and at the show I was like, that sounds really cool. But I was like trying to I was trying to really pay attention to the story and right around halfway through the show is when I gave up because I realized it was fucking nonsense.
0: <laughs> Give me okay, let's do this. Give me the uh, last uh cry of a guitar solo. Just like you're finishing the song on a on a guitar solo. Give me the last few notes.
1: Okay.
0: And then Mary lay down in the manger. And she said... And that's when you go... (laughs) Um, All right, so I did find a video. I'm assuming somewhere in this, and I'm not making this up, two-hour and 33-minute video, there's going to be somebody running around. So I'm just skipping around. I have the volume down so you can see. Okay, here's some... They are all about building to climax.
1: So if you go... If you go to the end, you might actually see the opera singing scantily clad violin player jump onto a UFO and the UFO
0: uh, lift off in flames. Okay, I got flames. Maybe we should turn this up so y'all can participate. Sure. See if I can see some more flames. Does this sound familiar? Oh, flames. Green (laughs) flames this (laughs) time. I'm I'm trying to scroll through, see if I can find some scantily
1: clad running. Is there a woman in a bikini running full sprint while singing
0: with a violin? No. But there's a okay. guy in one of those um, old-timey Adamant. Remember Adamant, the clothes he would wear? Yeah. He's got that jacket on, but it's, un- it's open. And, oh, when you bring up Adamant. I was just watching Adamant videos the other day, and I was really enjoying it. I would tell people, just not to, just, no, to change the subject, I would tell people who liked Adamant when I was in high school, I would say, um are you really very sure about that? And they say, yeah, no, no, I mean, are you are you sure? Are you telling me in, in very certain words that you are sure that you like Adam Ant? And they go, yeah. And I go, you're sure? And they look at me like I was weird. And I'm just like, you're not gonna pass your SAT. You're not, you're not getting it. And there's nothing wrong with you. And cause you know, adamant anyway. So gotcha. Yeah. Tell me, yeah, okay. me your are
1: I, I was really waiting for something like, did you know that Adam Ant <laughs> is not only a child molester, but he murdered somebody in 1983 Wait, he, and he got away child? with it and is he, he should child? never be listened to
0: see a child molester. I don't know. Okay, good. I just
1: I, I feel like Adam Ant, he's got he's got a sketchy look in his eye. And if really? anybody's fucking guilty, it's Adam Ant.
0: I felt like when I saw him that he's I think I heard that he's like a. Like he's secretly a genius that like when he's not singing weird songs about standing and delivering, he, you know, writes novels about calculus or something. Um I could be wrong. I don't I don't know. I was enjoying his music and maybe he's
1: a I don't know, maybe he's a goody two shoes. Good, goody 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 two shoes. <laughs> and that is all the songs we know by Adamant. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know what? Today we we're supposed to do a show about words. Well I said Adamant. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're on theme. We have been the whole time. Yeah. Because we've been saying words. We have the time. been. It's a real easy theme for us to adhere to because we'll be, we will have been saying words the entire show.
0: Yeah. Well, we won't talk of fun words like Adam and it's only fun in as much as it's Adam Ant, right.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Or Adam and the ants. First, it was Adam and the ants, right? Adam and the ants. Yeah. And, and then he started kind of like a just
1: punk, new wave punk band, I believe. Yeah, what they call it. New
0: romantic. Was that the genre?
1: And he reminds me of Falco a little bit. I feel like there's some
0: stylistic overlap there. I bet you if you could find Falco in the the ether, wherever he is, because he's dead, right? Falco's dead, right? Falco died. I think Falco died. Falco Falco died. Um, And do you have a word on your list of words there that expresses in some way how we feel about Falco dying, which is just, in case you can't, sad? Because we were talking about words, so I'm trying to bring this back in. Where's that list of words? Well, I've
1: got the list of words and yeah. something – well, the death of Falco makes me want to cry like a newborn baby. Yeah. Um, and that's called a vagitus.
0: Oh, what what part of it is the vagitus? Because it sounds to me like vagitus is that which is produced from a vagina and that's what a baby is, is a vagitus. Maybe it's pronounced vagitus. That doesn't change. No, but, but that's the word – that
1: is the word for a newborn baby cry. Uh, so just oh. to let, for oh, all okay. of our listener, we've got this. I found this really weird list of of words that are not normally used, but apparently they're they're in Merriam-Webster dictionary. Yeah, and, they're, and there's a lot of weird ones. How should we do this? Do you want me to? Do you want me to just go through them because they're fun to talk about?
0: What do you well, think? Well, yeah. Let's. I mean, in as much as our listener wants to hear us read off a list, I mean, we can find ways to you know. <laughs> to riff off of the words like like i did with vagitus like oh that's something comes from a vagina it's a baby i don't know it's stupid but you could do better than that i'm sure well do you know what a tittle is um i don't is it a little tiny tit like a very very small bird like a small bird is a tit and then they even small like like the eagle looks at the small bird and goes you're a tit and then the tit looks at a really small bird and goes you're a tittle like he's passing it on <laughs>
1: You just you you just made me realize how we're gonna get through this list. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm gonna give you the word and then you're gonna guess what it is. Okay. you're gonna be fucking terribly wrong every mm-hmm. single time. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what it really means. So a tittle mm-hmm. is not what you said. It is the dot over a lowercase
0: I or a lowercase j. It's called oh, a tittle. That's mm-hmm. a tittle. Yeah. Is that a thing that you could call out a grammar school kid on like, hey, you forgot your tittle? I don't know. I mean, can you imagine? We live in a world now where you have to be careful what you say, and I think that's a good thing. We can do a whole show about political correctness if you want, but if, like, my kid came home and he's crying, he's like, what happened is that my teacher said that I didn't have any good tittles, I would be fucking pissed off. I would go up to the teacher and say, I know what tittle means. I know what tittle means. I do a (laughs) podcast, okay? I know what tittle means, but you should not be confusing my child, and then I will punch him in the face. No, I would hire Liam Neeson (laughs) to punch him in the face.
1: I, hey, I haven't heard you say punch him in the face like Liam Neeson in a while. I kind of miss that. That was a bit that I looked forward to on a weekly basis. I'm like, oh, I'm bringing it back. Love it when Jason talks about Liam Neeson punching
0: the face. Anyway, w- crapulence. Now, crapulence I've heard of. That's like the opposite of what you think. Crapulence cr- like crap is bad. But crapulence is something that's like beautiful and go- good and covered with gold. But maybe it's so audacious. That's why it's crappy. I don't know. What does it mean? It's when you feel utterly sick after oh. eating or drinking too much. I was I was completely wrong then. It it is the way it sounds. Crapulence. Yeah, crapulence. But would um, you use crapulence in any kind of like I feel like that's not something you could use to self-describe. Like you're sitting there, you're staring at your gigantic bulging waist, right? Your your big old belly, it's just a full of fat and jiggling. And you're looking at it and you're thinking about how this is how there can be uh, opera singing, violin playing, uh, ballerinas running in a bikini across the stage. And you're thinking, this is, I, I didn't get, they got all the talent, I got nothing. And then your wife comes in and she <laughs> says, what's up, honey? And you're like, I'm just feeling real crapulent. And then she thinks you made that word up. She thinks you're being funny because she knows that you are funny and you're intelligent. You can make up words. She thinks you took the word crap. And you add anulent to it, but the truth is, I got that say
1: right that word—it word, sounds like some stupid mo- some stupid word that I, I would have made up. Yeah, it really does.
0: Crappulent, Crapulent. like shitulent.
1: You know. Well, here I, uh, here's some that fuck? I think you might actually know okay. what what this is. So, what are the prongs of a fork
0: called? Oh, the the tines. Yeah, I know that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. got that one. Yeah. How about uh, what's the word for the day after tomorrow? Oh, um, it's kind of an old Englishy or, or middle English It's called Monday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I <don't Hey-o>. know. <laughs> it's called it's called overmorrow. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember looking over. I like that, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, again. Nothing you'd what? ever use. But, you know, see you overmorrow. Right. You wouldn't yeah. say that. I will see you overmorrow. Hasta um, overmorrow. Yeah. How about this? What is a minimus? A minimus, well, is it a very, very, very tiny penis? Like Idris Elber looks at m- your penis and goes, "You got a tiny dick," and then you look at mine and go, "You got a minimus."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And if you looked at both of our dicks in a row, he'd be like, "Are those minimi?" <laughs> What's minimus?
1: <laughs> the plural <mean>? of minimus. <laughs> that is a your tiny toe or your tiny finger. So it's a it's a synonym for pinky, but oh, it's okay. also your pinky toe.
0: That makes sense because I can't. Mm-hmm. Like you're in there, and the doctor's like, "I need 35 cc's of clastafargamine," and he's got a a growth on his. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Sorry,
1: that's good. He's got. That's a...
0: actually on this list. He's and got <laughs> clastafargamine. <you> didn't get. <laughs> Do you know what it is? Because no, it's just... a drug they use to to kill the uh the uh fungus on your minimus. I'm just imagining a doctor like going crazy with the Latin and has to say pinky, you know. I hurt my pinky. This is that what say minimus, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, like, I really do think that of all the body parts, because we got a lot of them, right? The minimus, at least your foot minimus, is the, the first to go. Like, if someone's like, I'm going to need you to cut something off. I don't care what it is. Spleen, finger, nose, hair. I'm like, hair. Uh, I don't. I'm going with little toe. I'm going with the
1: minimus. Little Toe. I've thought about that before where it's like, you know, that's that's an expendable. That's pretty appendage. much. Yeah.
0: No offense. Expendable though. appendage. That would be a great band name, wouldn't it? All right. That that's yeah. today's. It's that's today's. Appendage. That's today's episode. Well, name. I
1: always thought uh, like you just think you think that it's expendable, but I bet like you get your pinky toe, your little minimus chopped off and yeah. you can no longer balance yourself or something weird. Something weird, like it fucks up your whole life. <laughs> like Come on, you, you, now. You walk like an idiot forever, <laughs> or you just, or you fall down. You have to, <laughs> you have to relearn how to walk. I don't know. I can I just see me...
0: Like maybe that, maybe that pinky toe is way more important than we thought it was. Yeah, but I can see. Like I make a video, like a TikTok video, where I'm like, my life's fucked up. I cut off my pinky toe. I can't balance. I'm falling down. This is terrible. I had no idea. And then the guy who James Franco was in Twenty Seven Hours or that fucking movie was One Hundred Twenty Seven Hours, Three Hundred Eighteen Hours. The one yeah. where the dude had to like bite his own arm off or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That dude shows up and says, like, "Fuck you, a pinky yeah. toe." He punches me. In the, he gets Liam Neeson to punch me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Neeson, you know what to do. You know to do. I haven't <laughs> got guy in one is hand. Fuck this guy and his severed Minimus. <laughs> cho- cho- the, the worst Mafia film ever. It's like, I'm going to make you choke on your own severed Minimus. <laughs> hey, Luigi, what are you talking about? It's his I Minimus. you, know what we're going to have to fucking do here, okay? <laughs> we're going to have to chop off your fucking Minimus. What the fuck's a Minimus? Is it my P.E.K.K.A.? about to find out. You're about to find out. And you're like, that's it? Yeah, I'm we am starting slow. You only owe me 18 bucks. <laughs> $18. All right, man. What is a Petrichor? Petra with a P or Hetra with an H? It's a P-E-T-R-I-C-H-O-R. Petrichor is when five people who can't sing sing together and somehow it sounds good. Yes, it is that and it is also the <laughs> smell of... After it rains. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that's good. I do like a good petrichor now and again. In fact, the other day, my son was feeling poorly. Um, he wasn't sick. He was just in a bad mood. And so to cheer him up, I gave him a chore, which he's young enough to think is a good thing. And I said, go water the the big potted palm in our on our stairway. And he did. And then later I said, come here. Let's smell. I said his name again. Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> That's at minute thirty-one something. Um, Text that to me. I'll take care of yeah. it. Yeah, thirty-one oh six or something. I don't know, somewhere in there. Anyway, he comes in and and I was like, "Smell, hey, come smell the the wet earth. There's chemicals in wet earth that make people feel better when they smell them." That's like literally true. Read in science Whoa. magazine. So petrichor is actually good for your mental health. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I like just, that. I've always
1: loved the smell after rain, and it yeah. doesn't everybody all the time? I think so. Now, well, you live in Seattle,
0: Texas, so maybe yeah. that shit just gets irritating. It does you. rain here a lot, and there isn't a lot of earth. Um, right. But the thing is, we don't go outside to smell it. We just smell each other. And let me tell you something. The smell of a family after a, a hard rain? Nope. I ain't got a word for it. Well,
1: <laughs> we can keep going through these words. They're kind of fun. Here's just a couple of highlights. OK. Because this, this is good. Um, there is a word for the space between your eyebrows.
0: Oh, yeah. That's called the, uh, the Frido the Callo. Frito Callo. Frito no. Callo. No. It's the glabella. The glabella. You know, Frito Callo was like. She is uh, often portrayed as having very aggressive eyebrows that meet in the middle, right? Yes. Right? Yeah. But because we're talking about Zoe Deschanel, I thought I'd just mention that I think that's hot. Not on everybody, but on her. Now, she's a gifted, was a very gifted uh, painter. And so her hotness should be the least thing I think about. But I did see the movie about her starring Selma Hayek. And therefore, I can only think about her hotness and the eyebrows. And I think that that's the definition of hotness. Hotness, somebody who's hot, like an Idris Elba, for example, no matter what they do, they're still still hot, right? Like Idris Elba shows up, like his minimus has been chopped off and he's bleeding out of his uh, vagitus. And he's still, <laughs> your wife is still like, eh, he's still a good looking guy, right? So I think that's
1: a thing. Well, I, I, never, I never watched that movie, but I, I've... I do think about when I think of, of Frida. Yeah. I, th- I think of Selma Hayek, too. the first yeah. thing I think of, wow, Selma Hayek's hot. Two, yeah. oh, Frida's a painter. Three, oh, look at the fucking caterpillar on that woman's forehead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that we've talked about this before. She's so, or she was so extremely talented that being her presence, you can't help but I think that you couldn't help but see anything about her as also you know, powerful like her her ability with the brush, her understanding the uh, culture that she was um, representing, and like that gigantic monobrow with the, what was it called the 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 thing in the middle the. Well, there were there is no globella. She had no there, globella. Yeah, There was no globella. Yeah, and and you'd be like, well, on anyone else, nope, but on her, yep. So globella, I like that. Like well, we
1: also have um, – <clears throat> let's see here. The rumbling of, of your stomach
0: is called a womble. Yeah, womble. Give me mm-hmm. a definition and I'll tell you what the word is. Ugh, after I burp. <laughs> Damn. You know, I think that – I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking a 2018 Pinot Noir Rosé mm-hmm. from Arath, Oregon. And I don't know why it's making me burp. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Yeah, that's uh, that's normal. That sounded like a beer burp too. Yeah. Weird. Guy in beer.
1: There's probably, let me look through the list here. There's probably a word for a beer
0: burp sounding wine burp. But I think that would be fo hop a veen fo hop fo Hmm,
1: not bad. F- well, okay, we got na-na-na's and la-la-la's that don't have any meaning, in the lyrics of
0: a song are called vocables. Vocables, okay. That sounds like uh, a, I don't a, a word you don't, I don't need. even believe that. Yeah. It sounds like a word. Like, no one's going to be like, hey, go- this song needs some more vocables, right? And they would say, what do you mean? And you would say la-la-la's and na-na-na's. You wouldn't even need to have that part of the conversation. Just start with the na-na-na's. Just start with the la-la-la's. you go up somebody, hey, song needs more na-na-na's and la-la-la's. And if the I other person said, admit, oh, vocables. Put some
1: na-na-na's and la-la-la's in some songs that I've written over the years. When I was a
0: musician, there were some na-na's and la-la-la's in there. I'm for vocables. I feel like. What's that one song, the breakup song? Here she comes in, don't know the words, you know that song? Yeah, yeah. By Greg Kinn, the Greg Kinn band.
1: Well, I wonder what it means, I wonder what you call it um, when Robert Plant, well, many other vocalists, I th- feel like he really started this. But what is it when you go, baby, 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 baby?
0: I call that a vocable. I think you. I think it's you could. A, it's a certain kind of vocable. I think you could probably. I think probably a vocable would be a thing that you could swap any one of them in for another one, like, um, like deck the halls with balls, balls. Deck the sorry, deck the halls with balls of, <laughs> of holly, baby, 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 and if that works, then baby's a vocable.
1: That's good. Well, how about this? When you combine an exclamation mark with a question mark, what is it called?
0: Now that one I know. That's an intero bang. I think I know every word. Intero that has, bang, yeah. nice one. That's good, Jason. I think I know every word that has "bang" in it because I like the word "bang" because it's automatic.
1: Well, I thought I thought what an intero bang is is when I push Idris Elba out of the way and interrupt <laughs> him having sex with my wife.
0: No, that's called him and calling just, his just friend,
1: jump in, I, yeah. and I and I hand him my lemonade, and he can just get the <laughs> fuck out of the way.
0: Can you imagine though, if Idris Elba is going to town, he's just plowing your wife, and and you walk <laughs> up like you're going to do something, he would shove you away in the most nonchalant f- fashion. he he wouldn't even there would be no struggle it was like you know what he would do (laughs) he
1: would just look at me and shake his head and then i would like kind of shuffle away i think your wife would look (laughs) at you and just shake her head and shuffle (laughs) they both god
0: damn it i love my wife i would fight you would you would and you know what your wife loves you she would secretly hope that you win eventually
1: she would she would be like ah, I wish Joe would bang right now.
0: <laughs> but interrobang is an exclamation point or question mark, so that means that she hopes you would go. Huh? <laughs> you walk no, in on
1: actually. Maybe that's my emotional reaction is an actual
0: interrobang, just just
1: exclamation and question mark. Yeah.
0: What I want to have happen is. You walk in. I don't want it to ever happen. Right. And it's not going to go you to know, what we're having this conversation. You walk in and all you do is you say in bang, you walk in and you go in bang. And they're both nodding their heads like, yeah, that's exactly what you should be saying right now. Well, we, I'm going to give you one more
1: here okay. uh, and then we can we can put this list away. Okay. Um, oh, I already did crapulence. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? A, a? You might know this one. A, a column melon
0: a yes. column, a columnella nasai. Is that yeah. when you have a Columella nose? Columnella Is that when you have a nose that's so tall that it could support a monobrow that doesn't have a globule and a gigantic chin, like like Reese Witherspoon's nose is a is a column nasai.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, uh, and maybe it's nazi but uh, no, I think it's nasai. You're right. It's it's kind of like a globella.
0: Oh, is it okay? Oh, the little dip between your. Under your nose, before you uh, above your lip. No, but it, it is the space between your nostrils. <clears throat> oh, that
1: part, like the mm-hmm. nostril taint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what? yeah, totally. Yeah. It's the nostril taint. The nostril. That's taint. another good name for both the punk a uh, punk band. Yeah, and this episode.
0: Nostril taint. It's like, my God, that's like a. <laughs> your name's Joe, not <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sweet baby Jason, Christ, you're. Give me the name of the album, the first album that Nostril Taint puts out. In (laughs) 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 Oof. Nailed it. What do you think? Yeah, perfect. (laughs) Pretty good. Perfect. So uh, we're having this podcast. We got about 20 minutes left. We're doing this, Joe, because... um, I wrote a few essays about words now and I sent them to you. I don't know if you read them and if you didn't, that's fine. Here's the thing. I don't remember what I wrote. So you might have to fill me in because that's pretty much how it works. Right. Uh, We get creative together and then I forget it. And then you tell me, but um, words, this is the whole (laughs) podcast is words. So (laughs) the fascination. Well, I don't know
1: if you're asking me to give you a summary of, of what you had, had written. I, I've I really felt that your essay on um cottage core yeah. was interesting. You went through a whole lot of different words ending with core. Yeah. And I I learned a few things. I don't know if you wanted to give some sort of I'm not gonna summarize that for you, but I mean it, did you wanna discuss that
0: in particular? Well not not necessarily in particular. I mean we can, we have to in order to make examples of what I'm talking about, but th- the essay was supposed to, in in some sense, capture my just complete delight at these words, whether they're new or not. Now, I mean, from your list, a word like, was it um, v- v- vag- vagitus, right? That's mm-hmm. a thing that that is a real thing. And that word's probably been around for a while. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that word, but it's not something I can use every day, right? Uh, but it's an established word. Whereas cottagecore is a new um, what's the word? Syllogism? Portmanteau? I can't remember all the different ways of saying words. You think that I would, right? I'm fascinated with words, so I should know words about words. But um, because just, like metalcore is a thing, and
1: and nerdcore is a thing, and so to to say cottagecore is like the newest iteration of that type of word. So you can right. you can you can you can infer what that it's going to be kind of akin to those other
0: words. In 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 some sense, and that's. Pretty that's very fascinating all by itself, just from the idea of a structuralist point of view, but um, or a post-structuralist point of view, but the, the, what I was really fascinated with, I don't know if I can get this across, because I'm really drunk also, but the idea that not only can you, can you coin this word cottage core, but when you do and begin to use it, it takes on a solid meaning. It's not just that you made it like you and I can make a word right now, like flip a crap. Flip crap. Mm-hmm. We can make up that word and we can joke about it. And we can use it a few times, but it's not going to catch on. It's not going to become something. And then three or four episodes later, we can say flip a crap again. And it means something else. But cottagecore takes on a life of its own. Right. And then you have people arguing about it. And that's the best part. It's like, oh, I'm really into cottagecore. And someone's like, no, you're not. I saw you with a cell phone the other day. Yeah, but it was a flip phone. Why do you think a flip phone was cottagecore? It's still too, you know, and they're arguing about it. And that's fucking awesome. I think. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's fun. It's
1: almost like a sport. When, exactly. You know, people, That's exactly what it is. Because be, because there's some list of criteria that can be endlessly debated when it comes yeah. to – like like nerdcore is – and you mentioned that in your essay. Nerdcore is rapping about nerdy stuff yeah. basically. Right? Right. And I can imagine those who are nerdcore artists and those who are enthusiasts of that music – can probably just lose hours and hours and hours of their life just debating the details of yeah. what is nerdcore and what is the best nerdcore and all sorts of stuff. I've right. heard some nerdcore, by the way, that I've really enjoyed.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's wonderful. And I'm not talking about merely labeling, okay, because – that becomes just a matter of semantics, and I think semantics is a fascinating subject, but I'm not talking about just the, not sinology, jeez, you'd think I remembered the linguistics course I never took. I'm not talking about the the signified and the signifier. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how a, a culture, like like a mini microculture exists around every one of these really cool words, right? When yeah, I said anything,
1: anything that has core at the end of it has a has a subculture built right, around right. it. I think um, that's fair to say, right?
0: Yeah, I think that like you get four or five people or more, or 40 and 50, 400, whatever, and they have a thing and they decide to get a word for it. Or maybe they don't, maybe a word just bubbles up, but the word almost becomes a separate entity from the culture. It's still attached, but because there's so many people using it in so many different ways, it's... It's it's almost got its own thing going on where, and that's the beauty of the language. Like right? like any word can be used pejoratively, right? Any word can be used in 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 praise. You could say, "Oh, he's so cottage core." Oh, she's so cottage core, right? And mm-hmm. and you will be <laughs> saying two different things, right? Pulling from two different entities, and yet the person who you're talking to, who has some familiarity with the person you're describing, knows what you're getting at. I just think that's fucking awesome. So every time I learn one of these new things and just like, oh, that's a cottage core Like, oh, well, what if I said this? Now, this is a word I'm making up, but what if I told you I was really into um, now I have to make something out. yarn porn. What if I told you I was into <laughs> yarn porn? No, let me, yarn no. Porn. You, you know my mom. What if I told you my mom was into yarn porn? I would just want to
1: ch- talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, maybe I'm being a little bit exclusionary here. On Reddit, and I apologize, listener, for bringing up Reddit. On Reddit, there are a lot of subreddits that are blank porn. Like, one of the ones I follow is map porn. Okay? And all it is is people posting. See, yeah, that's the thing.
1: Whenever I hear porn, I think sex. But I understand that that doesn't – when people use blank porn, it it doesn't mean sex necessarily. In fact, most of the time, it's like – well, you know, like torture porn. That's not – Right. You know, that if you watch Hostel from Eli okay, Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he started that whole thing, it's like a type of horror right. movie that by the way I'm not into. Right. Uh, and I like it, I like horror movies, but I don't I don't like torture porn. Right. Uh, and my it, mom It makes comfortable. But 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 yarn yeah. porn would not be you anything know, sexual. My wife having sex with Idris
0: Elba and in mm-hmm. a big pile of yarn. Right. Or more accurately, your wife having sex with Idris Elba while wearing um clothes made by my mom with yarn cuz my mom <clears throat> for the listener my mom <clears throat> is really she crochets all the time and she's really good at it and she has a closet literally full of yarn and if you hand her a magazine that was nothing but her like Her closet is yarn porn. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah. It's a yarn dungeon. It's a yarn dungeon. By the way, I want to th- I
1: want you to know that I'm very thankful to your mom who um, I think she crocheted – that's mm-hmm. the term. She crocheted a blanket for young Oliver Titsoff Christ, yeah. my my newborn son. Uh-huh. And it's wonderful. We use it all the
0: yeah. time. Oh, good, good. That, that'll that make her happy. Yeah. And so she – gave, She gave us
1: two blankets, and just
0: to look at them is yarn porn. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the porn um, – on top of the word isn't it gives like this connotation of like a kind of a visceral satisfaction a visceral draw this you know right that's the important part but it doesn't necessarily have to be sexual same with core if you throw it on cottage and then in that essay I wrote I mentioned um at the end how we like to throw gate on the back of things right right well yeah, yeah gate. water gate <laughs> yeah. and like you know P- pussy gator, grab by the pussy gator, which whatever. automatically means like scandal. Yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. And I just think that stuff is is so fun because then what really is really cool about <laughs> it is then when it breaks down into parts, right? Like I mentioned in the essay, cottage core is mentioned in the same breath as grandma core, grandma core, Joe, grandma, core. grandma core, grandma. Core. See, core. now I'm
1: going back to like real porn because i know that's not what grandma core is but that just fucking
0: sounds wrong man right well it's not grandma porn it's grandma Core. i know, I know. <laughs> oh man
1: are you telling me there's not a porn film out there there's got to be one called grandma Core, yeah
0: there it does yeah and it stars nina hartley and it was made a few years ago right. and even though she's like 70 something she's still freaking hot She's still, she's still hot. she still got it. Um, grandma porn. Fucking Intero, bang, your brain's out. Exactly. That would be, like, if I'm having sex with Nina Hartley the whole time, I'm going, huh? But I'm enjoying it. And I wanted hey, to have You know what? I'm putting her on my list. Left. I'm putting we, her on we've my list. we got to
1: pay for this thing. Oh, yeah. For we, the first right. time in a long time,
0: we have ads. Okay, yes. But let me send a text message to my, to my wife. I want to add Nina Hartley to my girlfriend list because... Let's face it. She knows what she's doing. She knows what she wants. And it would be an education. Okay. All right. I've sent the no text. No doubt. <laughs> um, we've actually, I've actually put her face. I'm probably going to get sued for doing this. I put her face on one of the blimages for one of our episodes. Um, you did. I remember that. Yeah. So Joe, we need to pay for this. Like you said, now I understand. Why don't you talk about it? Tell me what's going on.
1: Well, it's it's just – it's a Larco product oh,
0: uh-huh. um, and it's, it kind of speaks for
1: itself. I'm, I'm excited. Let me just say that because uh, I'm a new dad, I've got a brand new baby, mm. um, we did a bunch of canned episodes and this is really I think only our second or third episode back uh-huh. from our break. <clears throat> and one of the things that I've really missed is like putting together – little comedy bits not that i wrote this but i did read it for larco Uh and i'm i'm just excited i wanted to let you know uh i finally got back to putting stuff together for the show and i and i missed it so I'm, i'm happy about yeah this uh here is a larco ad let's say you're in a room full of innocent people and someone farts who is the guilty party I assure you, it wasn't me. But if you are the party who farted, or the farty, let's say, and you would like to cause doubt as to who farted, try Double Stink from Larco. Double Stink is a copyrighted communication technique which will convince those who merely smelt it that they have actually dealt it. (laughs) Because they did, did they not? Did you not? Where does knowledge of the fart exist, only in your own consciousness which must in any case be annihilated is the fart simply a lie and if all others accept the lie which the farty has imposed if all assholes tell the same tale then the fart passes into history and becomes truth the farty (laughs) slogan is this he who controls the past gas controls the farter he who controls the sphincter controls the orifice Consider this gas passage from 1980 Fart. (laughs) To rip one, and not to rip one. To be conscious of complete tootfulness while telling carefully constructed lies. To cut simultaneously two cheeses which cancel out, knowing them to be contradictory, yet believing in both of them. To blow logic out your ass against logic. (laughs) To fart away morality while laying claim to it. To forget whatever fart was necessary to forget, then to fart it back into memory at the moment when it was farted, and then on fart again. A wise ass once farted, If a man farts in an elevator with three people in it, only one person knows who is the fartist. If only two are in the elevator, both know. Listen closely. Is that two farts you just heard? What's that? You've farted twice more. The total of farts that you've farted is five. Order Larco's Double Stink video seminar online today and control the truth as it flows from your ass. <laughs>
0: Picturing a a gal in a bikini running towards a UFO.
1: <clears throat> anyway, you can you can bring that down. <clears throat> okay. A little so, dramatic
0: music at the end. Uh,
1: um. So there it is.
0: Double I, stink. I'm gonna um. I apologize in advance to the listener. Um. In fact, here's a little warning. We've got seven li- seven minutes left in the show, and I'm gonna break the fourth wall. And if that is not something you want to experience as a listener, if you don't want you to become disillusioned with the JBC podcast, you might as well stop listening now because I'm going to break the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. Okay, here it goes. Joe, you have written some things that have made me laugh so hard I thought I was going to die. And you have written some things that I thought were utterly brilliant. And you've written some things that shocked me and surprised me. But that was the finest writing I have ever seen you produce and probably anybody in the whole world produced that was perfect. That was amazing. I'm going to kill myself after the end of the show because there's no way I could ever do better. That was and I'm not being facetious. I'm not being I'm not being sarcastic. It was. I was really gonna say, like, really? Send it to me. I really wanna I'm not fucking joking, Joe. I want I wanna study that text. That was Oh, Ugh. ugh. Uh, you you go and shoot at a kid and you don't sleep for two months and this is what you make oh my god oh my god yeah Ugh.
1: brilliant well, double stink double stink straight out of nineteen eighty fart
0: <laughs> that little thing right there nineteen eighty fart I noticed that if you do that you throw those things in there what okay. I think I've talked about this before, but I have a friend who says she can't watch plays because she did a lot of plays. whenever she watches a play, she can't help but like see how it's all coming together. She can't get lost in it, right? right. We've talked about that, right?
1: It's difficult to to suspend your disbelief because you're so familiar
0: with the process. Exactly, yeah. And and I'm the same way with, with writing a lot of the time and I know as soon as I heard fart," I knew one. That's the thing Joe does a lot, too. It's the thing I never do. I never think to do. And I couldn't pull off just that one little bit. And that's just one little small bit of the bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Well, we were talking about I, I, one thing. I, I will give myself credit for that piece. We were talking about how, how much we talk about dicks and butt sex and parts <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Right. Yeah. But we also you had mentioned you were like, yeah, but we've been talking about it for a long time and we fucking go in depth. It's true. (laughs) And I would like to say, look, that is not my first fart joke on this show. No. Far from it. But it's your best one. But I think it is an advanced fart
0: joke. It is so far advanced. (laughs) That's the kind of fart joke that I would genuinely Tell at my uh, um, you know, when you get a PhD and you have to do your oral defense, I would tell that. I would tell that joke. I would, I would, I would start that way. I would start with this way. I said, Ladies and gentlemen of the, of the PhD thing that I'm not familiar with because I've never actually done this, in so much as we fart, or whatever it is you started with because I can't remember. <laughs> Trying to be all smarty and shit. But no, that was really, really, really well, good.
1: And, and since we broke the fourth wall, the how I came up with that is, you know, farting in front of my wife and then trying to fucking blame it on the dog. Uh-huh. And like – but where she already knows that I'm about to lie and then it occurred to me that, you know, I could just do, you know, like double think. I could just – <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I could just straight out of 1984, you know, and I explained to her I'm like I, I, both farted and I didn't. Yeah, and 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 it it was the dog, or was it me, or was it both? Right. Does it? What? Where does knowledge of the fart exist?
0: Yeah. You you kind <laughs> of created a sort of a a Schrodinger's fart.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: where, you <laughs> don't. <laughs> you don't know you don't know whether anyone did it until you smelled it and if you smelt it, you dealt it, right? Yeah. Or or connecting it to what today's uh, show is about words. It's not so much the farting and the smelling, it's uh, the, the mentioning it, right? Like if two people in an elevator yeah. fart, both know who did it, but if one of them speaks up, that makes it real. And if the smeller who's Not the delter brings it up in a way, according to your Larko ad, which is brilliant. The smeller, by minging it, is the one who made it real. And therefore, they're the one who dealt it. Fucking brilliant, dude. I'm just (laughs) like blown away. Amazing.
1: And by the way, two plus two farts equals five
0: farts. Yeah, I know. That's just uh, every every word. I'm not joking. Send it to me, Joe. I want you to send it to me. Do you remember... No, I in, mean, in, I, I'm pleased with the bit, but uh, that you said it's the
1: it's the best thing that I've ever written. It is that's that comes as a surprise, but I'm happy to hear. No, it. You, OK,
0: look, I'm not trying to in any way uh, bring down anything else you've ever written. I mean, the, the or produced right. The R2D2 Chewbacca thing still to this day kills me. And listener, if you don't know, what I'm talking about. Good luck. Look for it in previous episodes. Speaking of previous episodes, this is one of those this is one of those things, Joe. Do you remember back in, in JBC Past, way, way, way back in the day, when you and I would both get drunk and then we would play something and then one or the other of us would say, Play it again. Play it again. Yeah. Play it again. Yeah. Okay. I wish you were drunk right now so that you can insist that I play it again. Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> play it again.
1: All right. Here's
0: one thing. Now
1: this is one. This happens a lot to me. I had a lot more ideas that I was going to add to that. Yeah, it was my job to produce the the Larco ad and to read it and put yeah. it together. And one thing that I wanted to do at the end, instead of the music. By the way, that was the that was the music from the uh, the film 1984 starring John Hurd. Oh wow! Okay, good job. Um, I've never yeah, seen that. It, so. was, that was like the the Oce- Oceana yeah. um, anthem there cool. at the end just to really hit home the 1984 thing yeah. And uh, but what I wanted to do at the end was after all this trying to to talk you into the fact that you're farting and it was actually me yeah. at the end I wanted to actually put the end of the Los S. Poopies ad <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you remember Lo- Los S. Poopies? I do ad? remember Los S. Poopies yes and that that also I will I will say that is an advanced fart joke. It was. As well. It was it's, absolutely. It's fucking gratuitous, uh-huh. and there's more farts in that joke than maybe any other fart joke that's ever been. It that's was ever created tr- <laughs> lots of farting. It was chock full um, of farts. Yeah. Yeah, but see at the end of the 1980 fart, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to just put in at at the end of Los S poopies, a man basically dies of farting
0: and he's screaming for help. Yeah. Wow. I mean Okay, I don't like to name drop. But when I say name drop, I mean. Mention other celebrities and podcasts unless I'm, you know, speaking pejorative of them, then it's fine. But so there is a podcast, podcast, podcast back in the day when podcasts were young, where this guy was talking to this other guy and he mentioned that his aunt farted for five minutes straight. She was so concerned, she actually called up this guy, only knew about it because his aunt called his mom, her sister, to say, I don't know what to do. I've been passing gas for four minutes now and I'm going on minute five here. And I thought that was the pinnacle of that podcast. And those who, who have listened to it, and a lot of people have, know what I'm talking about. But um, I think we hit that, Joe. We, we, I think, I've been studying Marxism a lot lately. And I think I'm coming up with a new Marxist theory is that history is not written by the struggle between classes. History is written by the struggle between those who do talk about farts and those who don't, right? <laughs> and we've talked about hey. them before, but not at this level. It's funny you've been studying Marxism, so have
1: I, and and like uh, De- Derrida. And oh, Foucault. really? Yeah, who I understand those guys are deconstru- deconstructionists, Wait. postmodernists, which came after Marxism. But I've been yeah, looking yeah. into that stuff lately. I'm kind of brushing up on it. Well, you said Cause when I went to Taco Bell College, I actually got a degree in sociology, so I'm kind yeah, of yeah. familiar with that stuff. Yeah, but that was, tw- was twenty years ago. I need to brush up. On it.
0: So you mentioned it you mentioned Derrida and uh, Foucault. Um, yeah. Foucault more than Derrida, but a lot. Those guys were into words. I mean, like, you, you got to know. time. Well, well, Derrida is all about deconstructionism. Yeah, exactly. Which is really just all kind
1: words of, just refer to other words. And yeah, the, the exactly. Meaning yeah. really is it, it becomes
0: nothing. The, right. The, the right. meanings deconstruct to to nothing. I've been reading this book about fascism. It mentions Marxism a lot because of the history of the development of fascism from the late 19th century on and god the the nomenclature involved is devastating i mean i'm getting through it it's tough though but from a Derridian standpoint it's like i'm almost unlearning everything right that i that i've ever known cuz like all these words are just like coming at me Like syndicalism Like I've heard that word before But I didn't know what it meant I kind of got the gist from connotation Now I know what it means And it's just blowing me away I'm having memories of reading stuff other before And like they're more meaningful now And it's like these words are just like Counting away at me. And me being a wordophile um, Like to me words are the Zoe it's Deschanel It's like brain candy for you Yeah, yeah It's like just It's word porn is what it is It's word porn It's, it's Word porn, word it's word porn. Core. <laughs> We're in court. Totally. Yeah, it's just like, oh, But at the same time, it's fucking boring as shit. And I just fall asleep, and I have these really weird dreams about, like, a giraffe with a tr- with a fish coming out of its ribs. And it wants to tell me about the time it was <clears throat> singing acapella with, you know, Ralph Nader. And I just don't know what to do with that. And it's just weird. Anyway.
1: <laughs> you know, um, I'm, I'm trying right now to get something in the Dropbox, but... I want to figure out. Hey, what's a good thing for me to scream? Because we're almost out of we're almost out of time here. Um.
0: Well, the name of today's show is. Did I write it down? put it. Expendable appendage. What was the other punk rock name we came up with? Like, I can't remember. Um, Mortis and trussel.
1: <laughs> it's a expendable appendage and. Oh man, I yeah, don't know. I can't remember.
0: Okay, do something else then. Um, All right, I'm going to think. Yeah, you think. You got 23 seconds. Good night, everybody. JBC, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, or Shags will fuck your mom. Fucking fuck your mom. Yes, that's right. Yeah. 1980
1: farts! What if you were still able to enjoy the beneficial effects that beans offer to keep you regular?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I need to (laughs) get